IBM. And this is the Actually Podcast. You can find us at actually the the dot real dot actually podcast dot com. No, Instagram. it's at YouTube and YouTube. Look us up on YouTube. On the Just look up actually, but you got to spell it wrong with a K. Yeah, with a K, and then the real dot no the dot real dot actually on Instagram is our Instagram handle. That's a great handle. Whoever thought of it. <laughs> so. Anyway, so how you, how's your day been? Oh my goodness. So good. So good. Speaking of, I was <laughs> going to tell you this. Um, I went to Elevate Coffee, yeah. which, by the way, they, they never, never charge me the same amount for my drink. I always <laughs> get the same thing. It's always a different amount. But That's the kind of place you like to be at. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Like, it's <clears> been <throat> as cheap as. It's been as cheap as two oh seven two dollars, and oh, then wow. today I paid three and a half dollars. Still a good deal, though. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I just don't know what is changing. <laughs> what's what is causing? What's driving this difference? But they ask for tips. You know, they're very tip oriented, even with the credit card. Yeah, coffee shops in general are very tippy people. And I get it. Like <clears throat> I'm interested in in tipping. But it's going to be sporadic because, like, I don't necessarily know that I'm going to tip a bunch every day. Yeah. But, like. So, what's your general rule for tipping? What 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 qualifies as a, okay, this is worth tipping? I I think tipping is, like, service industry jobs where somebody has to, like, provide you some customer service. There's some, like. There's some detail in the job that, you know, they should get paid extra for. Like, I feel like coffee shops, they can do that because those drinks, you know, it requires a lot of knowledge, but also like, you know, they're, they vary day to day. Like, depending on who makes them, they taste different. And so you want somebody to do a good job making it or whatever, so you tip them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a specialty drink. I guess that's what you're trying to say. Right. I mean, it's just it's just the same thing as at like a restaurant, you know. It, a good server like keeps your drink fill, you know, is friendly but not overly talkative, you know. Yeah. It's like everything's out promptly, you know, and in the right order and stuff like that. So, same thing with a barista, you know, you want them to like put the effort in to make the drink especially good. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, no, that makes sense, you know. But so let's say you go into a Starbucks, mm-hmm. and you get a soft drink. Oh, well, so, no, soft drinks probably wrong. I don't even know if they have soft drinks. To be honest, with you. I'm sure they do. <laughs> but uh, sweet tea, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and a banana bread. Is that tip worthy? Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think the hard part is like when it's not like a server at a restaurant. It's hard to know the percentage. Like an Uber driver is a great um, example of that. Like, <clears throat> you know, the Uber driver is making a percentage of the fare, whatever you're paying uh-huh. or whatever, and then you can tip them on top of that. But what's the percentage for an Uber ride? Like, is it 18? Is it 20? Is it 22? Is 22 exceptional? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know where to base my what's a good tip, what's a bad tip. I want to be a good tipper, but I don't want to be like a stupid tipper. Like, you know. Yeah. I just, like, there's just a lot of 
weird things around tipping that I don't think I understand. Well, the same here, but you know, when we first, when I started, you know, having to tip, it was always 15% meant was good. Yeah. And so <clears throat> somehow that switched up to 18. I think now 20 is probably more standardized. Mm-hmm. Than, I would think than, so, yeah. Which I don't know if 20 is mean that you're good or average, because 15 was always an average, and you go up to 18 for good. Mm-hmm. And 18 was average, and 20 was good. And so I'm not really sure that tipping actually teaches anybody anything. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. But because it's always how it's sold to you. But also, traditionally, a server would make less. And so the tips would make the, would be the... Actually, the method of payment, yeah. I mean, that's how we got paid. In Indiana, when I was a server, I made like two nine, two seventeen an hour. And minimum wage was, that, was what, $5 or something? <clears throat> yeah, at the time, something like that. So that's how, and of course, and you don't want to think of things unfair, but that's how it was like, all right, your tipping was to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously a good tip, a good waiter would make more, and an average waiter would make about what they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. and a lower waiter would be way less or whatever. And so that's kind of how we kind of helped this society. Now, but I, I started working at places where I found out that tipping was a, like, for example, there's a pizzeria in Lexington that waiters got paid $10 an hour. Oh. And so then they got paid as much as anybody else, uh-huh. but their tits was above and beyond. Mm, interesting. Which I think is probably more commonplace now than it used to be. Like, I don't think, like, for example, Starbucks right. is a good example. I don't think they get server, I could be wrong, but I don't think they get server. Uh, they get paid like hey, a they get regular person. Mm-hmm. So everything is, everything is above and beyond. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, I don't mind. I mean, it's not like you know, what's tipping on what I get a right. dollar, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money, but you know. But then you're like, what are you like? You like saying, what do you tip? For? Like, where you're like, where the where 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 I tip? Where's the balance? I'm like, when do you tip? Right. Well, so I go, I go to Starbucks. I get a nitro with sweet cream. Mm-hmm. I'm just going, I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't tip for it. You want to guess why I don't tip for it? Because uh, it's just coffee and cream poured into a cup? Yeah, it's just, it's pre-made coffee. They don't even brew it. Well, I guess technically they do, but it's like in a keg, and uh-huh. they pour it, and they just put sweet cream in it, and that's it. Which, I mean, seems like, like if I were to order a specialty drink that required some kind of knowledge, know-how, yeah, I would agree with you. It would be worth a tip right. because it's something different. But on that, the other thing is, is like they have like a tip box, but now on the app, if you play with the app, it's always like receipt and tip available. Mm-hmm. It comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have this pressure, and I hate pressure to tip. Well, yeah, I can see that. With me or just in general? Just in general, yeah. Like we had... Uh, one thing I don't tip on is carry out pizza. It's not going to happen. Like, I don't yeah. understand. I've done all the work here. You've made a pizza and put it in a box. And then, <clears throat> you know, you kind of gruffly handed it to me and I paid for it. And, and yeah. I left. So I'm not tipping on that. But, like, there are some to-go situations where, you know, those to-go people are, like, working their tails off and they're, you know, they're boxing up the food themselves. Like a lot of like, even like Olive Garden where I used to work, the, the to go people, they're the ones, they're putting all those things in all those containers, you know, getting all that stuff stacked up and making sure you've got silverware and 
forks and knives and plates and cups and everything you need, like you're ready to go when you roll out of there or you're supposed to be. But like at a carry out pizza place, like at Jets, they're not doing any of that. No, they're doing just putting it in one box. Right. So I don't, I don't tip for that. But we went to, uh, what's that place called with the golf? Top golf for a friend's birthday party. And we had three bays. So of course it cost like $50 million. Yeah. And then you had gratuity built in because the party was so large or whatever. But then they still leave room for you to tip. Yeah, I mean... And so there's pressure to tip there because he's like, you know, if you feel like I did a great job, you can put da-da-da-da-da on there. I'm like, I know how tipping works, friend. Like, off you go. Another place that that offers, like, tip that I feel like is weird is Martin's. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I mean, because basically it's the same thing. Like, you just... You go up there. There's nothing special about it. You just go up there. You get your food. They mm-hmm. come get it. You know, <clears throat> I guess technically they grab your plate and stuff like that. But um, there's no above and beyond. Now I don't know. Maybe that's not true. They do act as servers. Well, sort of. They bring it halfway to you. Like you have. To, they call your number. You have to like raise your hand. And then for refills and stuff, you have to go up to that's true. the place and get your own refill. Yeah. So I mean, so I don't usually tip at Martin's. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Tzatziki's is the same way. They always ask for a tip, too. But again, like, I mean, when does it become acceptable to tip when it's not? One thing, I, one thing I wish that the service industry knew, especially people that leave out tip jars, and I learned this in the, <clears throat> in the world of music, is if you have a clear tip container mm-hmm. and people see change in it, yeah. That's what they think. That's they think along those lines for your tip. If you have a an opaque one and like dollar bills sitting on the top, then people will tip on par with what's already in there. You know, yeah, what I'm makes saying? sense. So if you have change in the bottom of your tip jar, then people are going to think, oh, somebody paid in cash and left the change. And if I have if I don't pay in cash, then I don't have to leave change or whatever. <clears throat> but if you can somehow float the idea like. All my tips are in dollar bills or paper money. Then that will increase. I think your your tip amount. I also think they only leave allow so much in there, so it's not like you have too much in right. there. Right. Well, we um like when I worked with a band, if anybody threw change in the tip bucket, I would scoop the change out and give it back. That was one of my jobs. Was you know people would come up unless it was a kid. Obviously, if it was a kid, you know you just leave it in there or whatever. But if like an adult walked up and put change in the tip bucket. Then it was my job to scoop the change out and give it back. <laughs> what was the purpose? Just because it was just to insulting. tell them like we don't accept change tips. <laughs> like it's got to be in. It's got to start with a two and end with a zero usually. <laughs> oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. So I get myself and and there's so much pressure and weirdness about tipping. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like well, like in these in these bars when I was with the band, I used to take the tip bucket around. Like, so these people be sitting at a table, you know, 25, 30 feet from the band, like way far out there. And I'm taking this bucket around. I mean, the bucket was would sit on a stool in front of the band, but then I would grab it at different points and like take it around and shove it in people's face and be like, you need to put some money in here. <laughs> and people like, it was your like, choice. It was my choice. It was, like, uh, no, thank you. And I'd be like, you don't like the music? You know, like... <laughs> it's awkward. <laughs> right. I just make it awkward. I mean, I came here to eat, and this band happens to be here, right. and now I'm forced to Exactly. But, I mean, in all honesty, nobody just comes to eat to a honky-tonk in downtown Nashville. Like, they know they're there for 
live music, you know. I would, but I don't know so any better. You've gotta you gotta tip the band if they're good. Which this band happened to be good, so So there's always an ask for tips. So what happened is I went to a place called Nectar. Oh yeah. Urban Cantina. Street tacos. Well this one's called Nectar. And they have like a um it's like trekking trekking too. <laughs> um, and they have like a little side business, I guess that do like I don't know, like healthy shakes and stuff like that. Yeah, uh-huh. So smoothies, I guess. Uh-huh. I was like, so <clears throat> there's kombucha there, so I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And so I got that, and Elizabeth wanted a T-shirt. And it was, and it, was, and it asked for a tip. Uh-huh. And out of just I don't know, just out of obligation, habit, yeah. I just I, I tipped them all. <laughs> And so because of this pressure to tip, I tip them, and I feel like it's not a top opportunity. I should have tipped four. And because it was a can of kombucha, it wasn't something they made. It was right. something that they bought that they resold to me. <laughs> and a T-shirt, which, again, is just merchandise. And, uh-huh. I mean, when do you tip on merchandise usually? That's true. So, point. I don't know. I think it should be outlawed that they ask for tip <laughs> on the receipt. That's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I don't know how these people who can't adjust that or whatever make it – make it work i mean that's just how their system is but it just seems like it's a little bit like you feel pressured to tip for things that you obviously would never tip for is that like t-shirts that's weird now that you say that you know what that kombucha is yeah in the refrigerator (laughs) i was gonna i thought you were gonna say in the back of the car it was in the car until i put the refrigerator (laughs) which by the way someone came over and cleaned my Office out. Uh huh. You seen it? Uh-uh. You can see it. It looks good. No, I was at church tonight, and you didn't invite me back to your office. So well, you never invited. And we got two boxes out of that, which were supposed to come home, and they made it home. They just never made it out of the car. <laughs> I think I saw them in the back of the pilot. Yeah, the Mount, pilot. Mount Juliet. In Mount Juliet, which is geolocating us. <laughs> no need, because we just told you where it's at. <laughs> so, what are the things that you're watching right now? Oh, man, I just finished my show, my most recent show, Castlevania. How was it? Okay, I'll say this. Like, the first two seasons, so there's three seasons. First two seasons were pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. Very gory, but interesting. The third season is weird. Like, there, I don't understand what the point is. But they really leave it. I guess there's got to be more seasons coming. I don't know. Or they're just going to cancel it and never make any more and just leave it where it is. But it's based on the video game. Yeah, it's called Castlevania. Um, so it's based on the video game. So it, you know, it, you're obviously they're fighting. Did you play that? Did you did you used to play that game? No, I was never have been allowed to play that game. But um, I'm just familiar with it from uh, reading about it. He got scared <laughs> of a box that's near his bowl that he just realized was near his bowl. He's like those cats and he's like those cats and his cucumbers. Yeah, he's been eating away, and then all of a sudden he realized that. So the first two seasons were good, like yeah. good story, good yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, the third yeah, season, like, is it like the? Is it like where each season has its own story, wraps it up, or is it like no? Continuation? The season, that was the thing. Is like the point of the show really wraps up in season two. I got you at the end of season two, and I don't know why that season three was necessary anyway. They kept it going. And I thought it was going to be cool, and then it was just like super weird. But I've been trying to figure, trying to finish up all my animated shows that I had kind of left hanging. Castlevania was one of them. I had watched the first two seasons, and then started the third, and I was like, "This is weird." So I hadn't watched it. 
I was like, I'm gonna finish it. And I did the same thing with The Blood of Zeus. I finished it, which also I weird. that one either. Um, and then what's the one with the dragon with the kids and the prince? Dragon? Something prince. Yeah, dragon prince. Is that it? <laughs> I I think so. I think so too. The kind of like crystally looking dragon, yeah, yeah. silver one. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, it's I, actually I like that show. Yes. I, I didn't finish it, but I do like it. I I I am up to date on Dragon Prince, and it's really good, really interesting. I recommend Dragon Prince. I sort of recommend Castlevania, if you're into First like the seasons. anime or animated, you know, look or whatever. I'm all about animation. I love animation. Right. So you know, what got me into it in the 1980s this guy named Tom Bluth. <laughs> Here we go. No, um, but Five of Goes West. <clears throat> five old, no five old. It's American Tale, um, but it's um, it's trekking the national. So I used to watch back in the day when Clone Wars was on. Uh, I think it was Clone Wars was on the Cartoon Network. Yeah, Is that right. Yeah, there's another show on the Cartoon Network I used to watch called Young Futurama. Justice. Young Justice. Young Justice. So that's <clears throat> so I, I watched the first season and probably some of the second season. So no, it wasn't Last Airbender. It wasn't. It wasn't Clone Wars. It was the, the Korra. Oh, Legend of Korra. So it was on Nickelodeon. They must have been on Nickelodeon together. Mm-hmm. The Legend of Korra was on. And so what happened in the last two seasons of Legend of Korra and this last season, I mean the second season of The Young Justice, is that they went digital. So they didn't play, they didn't show them on the TV. They showed them on uh-huh. the computer. It was a whole thing, a whole weird thing that they did. And I remember it like doing that, and it was just crazy. So I never finished Young Justice, the second sequence. And then it got canceled. So fast forward to now, and it's on HBO Max. Max, And they added a third season. So they did a third season like 10 years later. Oh, so, interesting. So I re- I'm re-watching. I re-watched the first season, got past the first se- second season where I've been, and finished it. Mm-hmm. And uh, really good. What I didn't like about it was um, in between the first season and the second season, it's a five-year gap, which you don't realize until you start watching it. And so then, like, all these characters you kind of fall in love with, there's some of them are in it, some of them aren't in it. You know, it's just kind of this weird thing. It's just whole, you say you try to figure it all out. But it ends up being really good because it all flashed, it all connects to that first season. Mm -hmm. And they kind of end that. And then two years later is the third season. So it was like five, so seven years later from the first season or whatever. So the first two seasons were made for kids, obviously. Like it was, you know, it was on Nickelodeon, all that stuff. And so I was shocked today when season three came on. People are actually dead and they show dead people with blood and all that stuff. It was, it's like watching something like, and then going to the third. It's like almost like watching a Harry Potter yeah, you're know, watching the first two, and then you fast forward, you're watching the Deathly Hollows, and yeah. like it's just like dark and yeah. bloody, and uh-huh. you know people you love are dying and stuff like that, and it's that same thing. It's just super sad and weird, and I'm not sure if I like the third season or not. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's probably one of the. So if you, I would say if you liked Legend of Korra, or actually if you liked the first one, which they called the Last Airbender, Air, Airbender, yeah, Avatar: Last Airbender. That you would probably like the Young Justice because it's, you know they're not the same stories or anything like that. Right. It's the same kind of just great storytelling, great uh-huh. action. Mm-hmm. Those first two seasons are working together, and you're watching these, you know, basically kids grow together. Yeah. And, you know, you're watching a team form, and yeah, and there's betrayal and all this stuff. It's kind of crazy. So, uh, so I keep mentioning it to you, you keep ignoring me. No, I um, <laughs> I am going to. I just was trying to tie up all my animated. Shows and yeah. you know Legend of Korra. I watched that all the way through, and it should really be called Legend of the Villains because that's the only good things about that 
show. All the like good guys in that show, like all the protagonists, terrible. I don't know if they're Except terrible. Except for Bolin. Oh, like, oh, so like Sami. No. Like, they're just not, there's nothing to them. And then, like, you have these villains that are, like, incredibly well thought out, like, and, you know, just really interesting. Well, it's not me on the side. Like, the... motivations and, like, you know, really understand things. And the Asami storyline is really only interesting because of her father. True. And, like, that he comes back around in season four or whatever. Um, and so. It's just this weird like show where they're like, we'll just basically throw these good guys out there, but what we're really going to focus on is the bad guys. Yeah, well, making but also guys, yeah. the side the side characters are good too. So in my in my opinion, like Boomy and like Tenzin's family, yeah, and they have like these little storylines that are f- interesting. Yeah, and his children, obviously, yeah. the, especially the one daughter who can go into the spirit world and Genora. all that stuff. I mean, she's almost like Aang in a lot of ways, uh-huh. as far as like you see it was discovered. Then the second show that, uh, so Young Justice first two seasons you could watch with your kids around, so that's a okay. safe thing. The third season you probably could, but there's some things that I would be like more questionable about. Okay. Um, so if, like for example, if Gavin were Hannah's age, I'd be more okay with it. A show that you cannot watch in front of your kids, but I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. But there's a lot of cussing, a lot of gore, not gory, a lot of like blood and fighting and stuff like that was Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. I'm so, tired of that storyline. I'm over it. Yeah, you're talking about the movies. I'm talking about all of it. Like, okay. I'm just, like, I just don't understand. DC is just, <laughs> DC is just wearing me out with Harley Quinn. Like, I can't, I can't like the character any more than I already do. And there's just not, like, there's there's just no other way to tell the story. Like, Actually, in the, I would I would disagree. In the show? In the show, because it's more about Harley Quinn's and her relationship. So, like, for example, the two Harley Quinn movies that we, that we watched were all about her relationship with the Joker and how that affected her. Right. And really, it was, it was, that was what they said it was, but it really was just a way they put a Harley Quinn character into the movie. Mm-hmm. In this show, it has that same, like, she breaks up with the Joker and all that stuff, so that's a big thing. But it's she her struggle with it. And the person that's with her that helps her through it is Poison Ivy. Oh, huh. And so, um, you know, whatever. If you don't want to take my suggestions, I'll wait until someone else suggested it to you, Elizabeth Mills, and then you can take it from there. Now, Young Justice I'm interested in. I'm just over Harley Quinn. I just need a break. I'm just telling you, just get, after you're done with Young Justice, just take it, just give it a, give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Because I think one of the, one that's, it's got side characters too that are really right. funny and well put together too. Well, like you remember, I don't know, do you remember the show called Batman Beyond? Yeah, it's really popular. Is that yeah, serious? It, yeah, no, it was really popular. It was yeah. Like, it, was a, it was like, um, but it was like, it was like more of a cult following. Yeah, like yeah. People, I loved like, it. A lot of kids watched it. Yeah. But it was way too, probably way too dark for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was, I loved that show. But they also wore out the Harley Quinn character in that show. So like from every angle, like probably when the, when suicide squad came out, I was like, maybe, maybe this character is going to like come back for me. And then as of suicide squad, I was like tired. Well, I'm just saying that I'm worn out on Harley Quinn. I'm just saying, you're just giving it a shot. <laughs> the same. All right. I think it's Another show that I think you should check out is called BoJack Horseman. BoJack Horseman. BoJack Horseman. So BoJack Horseman is um, 
basically like think so it's obviously a cartoon the only thing i don't like about it is um i don't like it when characters like say make them all humanoid characters they're like animal and humans and they all kind of coexist and live Mm -hmm. together and stuff like that so that part's a little weird for me (laughs) but anyway so the story the basis of the plot really is a a 90s tv star of like a full house okay so he would be like the dad that was in the full house type sitcom um comedy sitcom in the the 90s, who basically made all this money, but hasn't done anything since. So he's kind of a washed-up actor. He's trying to do his past, but he's got all these demons. And so it's all these, you know, six episodes, or not six episodes, six seasons, or how many seasons it is, it's kind of exploring these, these demons start coming out in different ways. So mm-hmm. he's got a drinking problem. He's got relationship problems. He does things he's not supposed to, and... It's almost a redemption story in some ways. Okay. It doesn't really never necessarily get completely solved, but it's, I mean, uh, you know, he's got struggles with his parents and all this stuff and all these, you know, it's really interesting, really good storytelling. Just, so, you know, it just, it's just weird in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. yeah. So. Hmm. What's it on? Netflix. It's a hey. Netflix, it's a Netflix special, but it's, it's, Definitely not one that you would want to watch where your kids could watch. I put it on my short list. You know what else you should put on your short list? Harley Quinn. It's not going to happen. Burn just, just give it. Burn out. Shot. No. Burnout is stupid. Burnout. You can't be burnout with a show. That's dumb. No, the storyline. Burnout. So you're not going to watch, Suic- watch Suicide Squad when it comes out? No, I'll watch it. I just am like over it. Speaking of movies, what is the deal <laughs> with the movies? Well, it's, the the rumor is that when L.A. opens up, everybody else will open up. When who opens up? Los Angeles or California. Oh, that's never going to happen. Well, yeah, it's, it's starting to... California's starting to open up, believe it or not. Is it? Did I just say that or am I just making I things up? I don't know. Up? I feel like you're making things up. I've not heard that. No, no, it's starting to open up. Like Even the people I know from California are starting to get there. It's just... Just take a little bit, take a little bit more time. Movies. But uh, I guess that what I've read is the delay is because the movies keep getting delayed, so there's no new movies to show. Right. Like, when is Dune supposed to come out? I'm ready. Well, Dune's going to be on HBO Max, which also houses Harley Quinn, which you should but check But no, out. I want to see, I want to go to, if uh, Providence isn't open, which maybe even if Providence is open, because it's kind of dumpy, um, I want to go to the Roxy and watch Dune. Like, yeah, we should, watch, we should watch it at the Roxy. And then watch it again later. And while you're watching that, you should watch Holly Quinn right afterwards. I'm not, I can't watch two things at the same time. But we, you can watch it afterwards, though. That's what I'm saying. No. Um, so you we, should really give Holly Quinn a try. You should bring the expansion pack to Machi Koro to Game Night again. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Twice. <laughs> that's, you know, that's completely rude. That's, that is, was it, a, is it? It is rude. Is it? Yes. It's rude. Is it? Yes. You're rude. Wrong. Grant. Decide he's going to bring this new game over to I game night. He brought this in. Listen, this is my time. How do I mute you? So Grant brings this brings this game for us to try, and he brings the expansion pack. He doesn't do it once; he does it twice. <laughs> Never brought a game to game night. I have only brought my winning uh, personality and my sense of humor. You have been winning a lot. And snacks. I've brought a lot of snacks. 
You have been winning a lot lately. I mean, I don't want to brag. Did you 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 won one of the Mar- Machikoro uh-huh. matches. Yeah. By the way, I played. We played with the family yesterday. Uh-huh. So, um, I used my same strategy. I won again. The reds. Uh, two. There's two strategies I use. Yeah. Let's get the reds early. Uh huh. And what's it? You know what the second one is? Uh, turn the four card to last. Yeah, just never, just never, ever do the second. Never roll bit. more than one. I'm telling you, die. having that one die the whole game changes the game. Changes. But what if everybody used that same strategy? Nobody would roll your nines and tens for your half your red card investment. Yeah, but when you got all the threes, then it doesn't make a difference. So that's what I was winning on the threes because uh-huh. everybody's kind of holding off on that four, on the four, on the where you can roll two die, mm-hmm. and so I just kept on nailing threes and. I but I also didn't get the early the like the ones and the two cards early, mm-hmm. which I mean it, that's how Malachi was getting. So Malachi got all these like, he'd have this pile of things and he had to give it all to me because he could roll a three. Uh huh. And sixes weren't worked in my favor too. Oh, you the sixes came up. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I can't you know obviously you won you didn't use that same strategy you but you would try to destroy my strategy. Right. Well, the idea is you've got to spread out those red cards if they're all in one person like it's never gonna go well once you turn those once you have those cards and you turn over the yeah well and you've got to turn over the higher value cards earlier so that you can actually use their benefits that's the other thing about them is that there's benefits to turning those cards over you we just never get to explore them because they just don't turn over to last it's also a game that it's like like Splendor and all the other ones. Once it starts rolling, it's, yeah. it doesn't take long for yeah, it to end. Yeah, it goes quick, but it does take a minute to get it going. Um, but you can't play just the expansion pack of Machikoro. You have to have the... I know. I don't know why you keep bringing it. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you haven't combined them into one box so we can play the expansion pack. Uh, because Demi wants to play the expansion pack. What we need to do is... What's that one game? It's not Avalon. It's... The one with the window tiles, so not Sagrada. Yeah, Sagrada is the window tiles. No, not the one with the, it's the other ones with the little square things that you pull out of the Azul. Azul, yeah, that's fun. And Sagrada, I, I actually changed that. I want to play Sagrada next time. Yeah, they're both down there. That's what I want to play next time. Well, there's, there'll never be next time. Why? I'm not invited to a game night anymore. <laughs> that's not true. It's just because you keep bringing the expansion pack instead of the actual game. You're the, we, we've already established that you're the one that brought the expansion pack. I've never brought anything to game night. You have a specific car you have to bring on game night because it has all your games in it. Not anymore. I bring. I just try to bring my games in. So watch cores right there. <laughs> That's the expansion pack. <laughs> no, it's not. I played it. That might be the expansion pack, but I put it in there. This is the game. It's not the expansion pack, but that is the game. It's super fun. Core. We recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah. It was a winner. I, mean, I want to play that truth, uh, that or the three truths and three lies. You pick which one. Uh-huh. I like that game. What was your? Yes, yes, that's the one I was thinking of. I think your one... Kickstarter game. I got a lot of Kickstarter games, but listen, that game... that's a that's another thing I want to talk about. No, like it's you're, from you're that under, one guy under, with like... the guy with the guy that was on the... Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Jen Kennings. Your Tom Flory today about me talking about it being a Kickstarter game. I said that once, and then all of a sudden, that's a big joke with you now. What did I joke about? I know it was funny because I said it, but I don't remember what it was. It wasn't was. funny. It was actually really dumb. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was stupid.
Uh, what were we talking about? It was I brought I brought Corkle to try <laughs> with her family, and there were wooden tiles, and they used to make this whole big deal out of it, embarrassing me in front of, front of all these people. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, these are people that have higher regard and respect for me. And all you do is laugh at me. <laughs> but you got to admit, that joke was... It, I mean, I I landed that joke. No, you didn't. It was dumb. Beta testers for Quirkle. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I listen. Uh, the trekking titles? three, trekking three, it was a possibility of coming out. And uh, trekking, uh huh, trekking what? Trekking three, and so um, <laughs> trekking uh, through history, I think is what the name of that game is. But I, I showed you that it's trekking three. They even have it listed on the email as trekking three. It's still going to be called Trekking Through History. It's just the third Trekking game. Exactly. You you just made my point. Have the I third one, Trekking Three, yes. I know, but like the third Lord of the Rings movie isn't called Lord of the Rings 3. It has its own title. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But like it's it going to be the third in the installment. Does actually, make, the Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, which you looked at as a full set. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think now. My brain's not like uh, yeah, you Star, need- Trek <laughs> Star Trek Two. Star Trek Two. Search uh, the Wrath of Khan. Star Trek Three. The Search for Spock. I mean, so yes, numbers and titles can actually work together, Grant. <laughs> Star Wars Three. I say Star Trek. Star Wars Three. Star Trek. Uh, exactly, because your argument falls apart in the Star Wars movies. No, it doesn't necessarily fall apart. There's a third Star Wars movie that's not called Star Wars Three. It depends on how you look at it. I look at <laughs> it does the not depend on how you look. <laughs> yes, it does. In the in the movie titles, it shows the Roman numerals on it. Star Star Wars when it comes out. Right, the third the title, Star Wars the title, movie. The star, third Star Wars movie is not Star Wars 3. Star Wars 4 is the first movie that came out. Right, so the third Star Wars movie that comes yes, out. Yes, so, so what what, what happens? Listen. <laughs> no, it's 4. No, it's 6. The third Star Wars movie that comes out. No, no, no. The first Star Wars. When Star Wars the first came right. out, that's not 4. Star Wars 1. It's 4. <laughs> right. Exactly. So no, what, not exactly. Yes, it is. It is. Star Wars is the fourth. It's episode four. And I, we know that because of what, Grant? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. What, why do we know that? What was the episode four? I said the third, the third Trekking game isn't called Trekking 3. Just like the first or third Star Wars movie isn't called Star Wars 1 or Star Wars 3. It's, it's called. Epi- it is called. Star Wars, yes it is. Star Wars Episode 1, <laughs> Phantom Menace. It's exactly how it's done. That's the fourth Star Wars movie. No, it's the first of the... of the. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's a prequel. It doesn't make a difference. 
It still has a number just because it came out in different order. It doesn't really make a difference. For example, C.S. Lewis came out with seven books. In the sequence that we read them, it's not the sequence they came out in. <laughs> I mean, who's the dummy now? <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. I don't really understand why we argue about the number of movies. It's like Indiana Jones. You're right. Technically, they don't have Indiana Jones 1, 2, 3, 4. But there's Indiana Jones 3 would be what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this Indiana Jones. The Last Jones. Crusade. <laughs> uh, duh. The best in the Indiana Jones universe movies. What about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Oh, that's the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. So Indiana Jones 4. Who cares? Indiana Jones <laughs> Nobody refers to it as that. I just did. <laughs> Well, I don't know what you expect from me. <laughs> um, were you going to say something about the third trekking game called Trekking Through History? I don't remember. I have a clue what we're going to talk about. Was, uh, <laughs> that's this fine. I remember what we're talking about. But um, <laughs> so one thing I want to, we'll, we'll, I guess we can kind of end up with this. My mom, mom was really, when growing up, was really into Scrabble. Oh yeah. So uh, Scrabble is this game. I don't know. I, you probably don't know this. We spell words on a board, and so the future comes, and the new version of Scrabble is called Words with Friends. Yeah. So everybody played it for about two minutes. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then some people continue to play it. My mom was one of them. So she played with a group of people who have since passed. So I I started playing. To help my mom had told me she's like, Well, she might not play more than my dad started playing with her. So <clears throat> I started playing too. So I start playing, which anyway it got me thinking about like mobile games are so big. Mm-hmm. Like in and some of them are actually quite fun. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing called Game Pigeon, you know what that is? No. Oh. So Game Pigeon is a bunch of like mini games uh-huh. that you can play against other people. Mm-hmm. So for example, they've got this cup pong is what it's called, but it's basically like the solar cups and the ping pong, mm-hmm. and you're trying mm-hmm. to get it into the other persons, and that's <clears throat> and like they have pool, they have all kinds of different things. So that's become pretty popular and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I mean, think about like mobile games. What mobile games do you play, Grant? I really only play one mobile game, and it's called. Well, let me check. Let me guess. Farmville. <laughs> I did n- not Farmville. There was a different game. There was an app on the phone. I forget what it was called, but it's something about farming and i went through a phase where i was like setting alarms in the middle of the night to do things and i was like this is i've got to get a life. Turn my life over to christ so um i got rid of that and then there was a i went to a dragon game phase dragon veil i don't know if you've heard of it i haven't heard of that um but then i bred like all the coolest dragons and i was like this is dumb so i stopped playing it but of course it's still on my phone um and then i played word with words with friends mm-hmm. and chess with friends Oh, I didn't know there was a chess with friends. Yeah, little known fact, Jared will smoke you at chess every single time. Is that why you stop playing? Yeah, I never won a single chess game. Anyway, it was embarrassing. Um, But there was another game that I went through. There was a racing game I played for a while, and then now I'm playing a game called Homescapes, which is a little like Candy Crush, but for like, 
people your mom's age. Yeah, no, I know. Women right. your mom's age. <laughs> and then me. But here, let me... There's another game. And I play this with the boys and we like it. It's called Wordscapes. <laughs> Homescapes, Wordscapes. Wordscapes. I don't know if you've seen it. You've probably seen an ad for it if you've played any of the yeah. scapes games. But it's like this right here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Why you just put in that one? Right here, like this. My kids will sit there and play this game with me. They love it and i don't know why i don't know what it is about the game but they they love it and they love trying every kind of combination and everything my kids and i when we get stuck at like a doctor's office the game that we go to is cracker barrel cracker barrel cracker barrel is it that game that used to play at cracker barrel all the time with the page you can that's one of them oh there's multiple games yeah so they have different so so it has all these little Games. Salto checkers, memory match. They're free. Letter blocks, which is like the one that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. But, but they have the multiplayer, so you would do two player and play checkers. Huh. Yeah. So That's awesome. So we did that. Of course, I forgot about it. And that's like one of those things like you get bored, you're like, oh yeah, well, that game came out. Mm-hmm. Then, that's how we are with Wordscapes. It goes and fits and starts when like. The boys remember it. They'll be like, can we play that word game? And I'll be like, they're like, yeah. Sure. And they'll, they'll sit on my lap and like try to spell like the weirdest words in the history of the world just by cramming letters together. That's the same. I mean, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, um, but there's, you know, there's all kinds of little games here and there. And some of our board games that we play are actually in that form. That everyone else play them, so. Just one of the games I like is when we play the games where you use your phone, but like it's on the TV or something like that. Oh, Quiplash. Yeah, like any of those games. Like that's really fun. We should do that with with the Bloomingbergs one time. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought Elizabeth and I talked about like us doing it and then just invite people to like so I can stream it, stream it on like um an app. Mm-hmm. You just have people just be at home and everybody yeah. just call together and have a phone call Let's together do and do it. it. We could do it. It's like very... me and Brittany could be in one area. We could the mm-hmm. Bloomers in a different area. And mm-hmm. I thought that'd be fun. Well, that's what I thought. Like house party was going to be when we first started the COVID. the one time. Yeah, but we only did it like the one time. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those things. Of course, it didn't take long for everybody to get over COVID around here. I'm over it. No, well, you get over things. Over it. <laughs> Corona and Harley Quinn. Over it. I'm just telling you. Hey, you give it a chance. Podcast over. What? You're ending us now? Yeah, that one's done. I'm not done. I want to talk to you about this Harley Quinn situation. <laughs> Gotta wait till next week. We're just gonna be wearing the same shirts. <laughs> we might just have to. We might have to wait until Sunday. <laughs> oh, you're pretty tired. I am pretty tired. I'm like I'm like this. <laughs> Still not over the day either. <laughs> yeah, Sunday works for me. 